Hello again, and welcome to Buddha's teaching. My name is Soti. So, how are you guys doing? Okay, um, I know uh, there are many people who have been um, following and have been studying Buddha's teaching. Some of you have been studying or following and reading books and uh, you know listen to different dharma talks and all that stuff from different um, gurus and monks and all that stuff how has the uh, teaching um, affect you uh, have has, has has buddhism um, benefited you at all in any way any shape or, or form has it has it uh, better make your life better than before the way you think the way you react have, have you changed have you sensed any change in you that's those are the things those are the 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 mirrors that you can sort of um, measure yourself if there's any change at all with in in your in the way of your thinking you know, um, if you follow, if you study uh, Buddhism, if you still feel, um, you know, oftentimes, when you still feel tense, you know, when situations arise, if your emotions are still very strong, right, you, you still don't understand uh, what the teaching is yet not quite you know, because um, it means it has not benefited you that much yet or at all right? if your stress level remain the same you, know, you still get angry very fast get upset very fast you know becoming sad or become even you know happy or elated fast because something good hap you know happens to you you still do not understand the teaching you still under um, firm control of your emotions which means you still identify yourself with your body and mind which is your ego all right This is like a whale. This is the whale that is very difficult to break and that it is uh, hard to see. Okay, and I admitted that it is very difficult okay, to see. Your, your ego right, is still telling you the idea that of non-self is pretty much nonsense. You don't really, un, you know, understand it because so the ego, you know, you, the ego inside of you is a what non-self? What talk? What are you talking about? That is just a whole bunch of, uh, you know, it's just a nonsense stuff. You know, it's not worth your time. You know. Your ego is telling you that, you know, that your life's already busy enough, 
right? You know, you, you have so many things to do. You have many chores to do, many responsibilities to do, family to take care of, you know, kids, and, you know, health issues and all that stuff. You know, you don't, you don't have time for that kind of non-self, you know, mumbo-jumbo stuff, you know. That is just like, it's, you know, it's nothing that uh, you should even consider wasting your time. See, that's what your ego is telling you. So, you know, with that, your life continues, you know, as, as if you never heard of uh, Buddha's teaching. I mean, literally, if there's nothing changed, it means, you know, whether you, you heard some quote here and there or not, it, it means nothing, nothing, because you have not benefited anything, you know. You know, you, you've seen some good quotes, right? You've seen some good uh, Buddhist quote in the books or on in social media, you know, and yeah, you like it. You said, okay, oh, that's good, you know. The quote from Dalai Lama, from some guru, and stuff like that. And you said, okay, that's good. And you give it a thumb up, you know, good. And you share it, you know. But, and, and, but that's about it. And then after that, life goes on, right? Yeah. It's just like the, you know, the fishing bob, you know, it's bobbing up and down on the surface of the water, you know. That's, 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 who, uh, that's who we are. That's who you are. You know, we're just bobbing up and down according to, to the, the surface of the water. Where, uh, if the water is calm, okay. The bob is not, you know, moving too much. If it's, if it's windy, if it's stormy, then you're bobbing up and down, you know, uh, violently or viciously, depending on the weather. So, life goes on, right? Um, yeah, that's what the ego said. You know, that's what life is. Um, you always, you know, say to yourself, you know, the ego say to itself that I'm a good person, you know, you know, everybody in this whole world always identify themselves as being a good person, you know, most of the people. It's, you can hardly run into anybody who say, I'm a bad person, you know, very few. But most of the people, you know, you can say that they all, everyone can claim, everyone claims they're a good person, they're good people, you know. Just don't, but, but the thing is, just don't cross my path or, you know, just don't, uh, um, you know, go, you know, don't come against me, you know. If, uh, just don't get me mad, you know, don't get me started and things like that. Otherwise, I'm a good person. Right? But just, you know, don't, don't do anything to upset me or uh, anything, you know, or we're going to have an issue. You see, that's the thing. Right? So, that's what the ego is telling people. That's what the ego is telling you. Right? And when you identify yourself with your ego, that's what you say, you know. I told you to do this thing. Why didn't you do it? Right? See? You yell how, you know. 
Yeah. And how can you know like how can people vote for that stupid idiot right into that office? I can't believe it. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, I can't believe my 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 freaking husband or my you know my wife you know my son or my daughter or brother or sister or even my parents. I can't believe they do this. You know, what a moron, you know, things like that. See? So, in other words, life goes on, right? That's what you say. That's what the ego says. That's what life is. Life goes on. Right? That's what the ego is telling you. Don't worry about the non-self, the non-self stuff. That has nothing to do with your life. Just worry about, just, you know, deal with your busy life right now. See, that's what your ego is telling you. That's why nothing's changed. Because you are under the con firm control of your ego. So you keep pushing aside what that what is important, what you need, but you don't your ego say no, you don't need it. That is the difficult thing that most people cannot see. See? That's why life goes on as it is. Yep, that's what life goes on as it is. You know? I mean, the ego said, what, you know, I'm going through with all this stuff here. I'm busy. Right? What this non-self has to do with, with what I'm going on? I'm going through right now. My life is, you know, in such a uh, mess, you know, in a busy, busy. What is this non-self, nonsense? You know, the ego keeps saying that. It is because all of these issue, because all of these issue here has to do with the self, right? All the things that you, you're dealing with. It all of that has to do with the self. Okay? The big I. You know, it's about me. It's about me, me, me. Okay. You know, against you and you and you and you. You didn't do what I told you. You do stupid things. See? It's me against you. Me, me, me versus you, you, you. Right. So the big I, this big me, okay, is standing right there. Okay. It's right there in front of you, in the middle of the room. Blocking you from seeing the truth. Until you can tackle down that big I, that big me. Right? The way you operate your life will never change. You will continue living through life's ups and downs until the day you die. Sometimes fortunate, but many more times unfortunate. And that's why we see, you know, angers keep coming up. Depression, there's suicide, there's divorce, there's sickness caused by stress and all that stuff. 
this big me, this big I is the source of your mental problems. You can keep holding on to this concept of me, this concept of I, as long as you can, as hard as you can. But you know, you you true you do know quite well that you will have no choice but to let go of this big eye at the end when you're dying as at death at dying time all of this will be go you will no matter what you will let it go okay when the body breaks down and the mind is gone just you cannot hold on to this big ego eye anymore right see it's just a matter of time you can start you can learn to let go now or you can wait and go through life as it is right now and eventually at that end you will let go you can't hold on to it it's it's we all know that at that time on the deathbed you will understand what non-self means okay the form that body it's not you you will understand no matter how hard you want to hold on to it you will understand that that body is not me the mind which comes from the memories embedded in the brain will also be gone so that mind that you've been identifying with you know i am this i am that it will be gone too when you're laying there on your deathbed. The mind is not you either. There you are laying there, realizing now at the end that man, oh man, now I got it. Non-self. The body is not who I am. The mind I've been identifying with all my life. That's not me. I can't hold on to it. It's not under my control. Right? At the end, you will get it. You will understand it. So, at that time, you will realize what a waste of valuable time while you had it, while you were living your life. What, a, what was that up and down emotion? What was that fight for? You know, what was that argument um, for? Who, 
what what did I get out of it to serve the ego eye right all the fight all the argument all the stress that you have throughout your life right what what were they for what did I have to fight so hard to protect to defend those ego mind ideas what for see through all those times holding grudges against family members or anyone what for holding it's just like holding hot coal in your hand throughout your life getting mad throughout your life against this against that against that people what for right what for what a waste of valuable time see that was that would be the time that you would realize at the end if only you had known this earlier much much earlier you would not have lived your life the way you did right a miserable angry life stressful right you wouldn't do that if you if you give a chance to do it one more time let's say you were on a deathbed and you look back and you say man oh man why did I do that what did I win what did I get out of it if you get a second chance you know to go back and live your life over again you know for example poof okay I'm gonna give you back your life go back to your 30s or 40s right would you live the same life like before going to that or would you be like oh man now I understand this non-self you would be a different person wouldn't you you would be a different person you would understand oh this ego thingy here is actually the n nonsense itself the ego is the nonsense it's the non-self that is something that you need to understand the ego told you otherwise, right? And now you understand. If you have a second chance of living your life over, you would live a life full of love, full of compassion toward everybody around you because now you understand what life is all about. But, well, it's too late. It's the end. You gotta go. So if you can just sort of like go back to the future like this a little bit, then you know what non-self means. So I'm telling you right now, 
Well, wake up. You're not there yet. You're still here. You're not on your deathbed yet. You're still here. You still have, ch you still have, time. You still have, right, things to look forward to. You can do it right now. This is your time. Wake up. Okay. Just let go of this big eye. This, this, the eye go, the, the ego eye. Right? Let it go. Let it go. You know? You gotta liberate yourself. Right? Those emotions, those up and down emotions, the bopping emotion. What emotion? You know? Let it go. Just let them go. Those grudges, those anger, those stress, let them go. It's not worth your time. It's not worth your energy holding on to them. Let them go. Life is much bigger than those selfish emotions. Okay? All of those emotions, they are products of ego and they are selfish. Emotions are selfish. Okay. There's life to live. Right? Life you never experienced before. And it's full of love and joy. Understand for yourself what non-self is. And self, no more. No more. Get rid of it. Understand what non-self is. And I have covered this in previous topics, in previous episodes. I, I encourage you to, uh, to listen, you know, to them. When you let go, when you let um, that big eye go, you'll be free, you know, free from the pressure of trying to be I, right? Trying to be somebody important, trying to be somebody famous or popular or rich or powerful. You'll be free from all those pressure of trying to be I. You'll, free, you'll be free from all of this ego-made burdens. And you'll feel a big relief, right? Big relief. Yeah. And the spirit, it just will start to just, oof. It's just like, whoa, like a big, like, like a big weight get off of you, right? Let them go. Once you let them go, you feel so more, more free, more light, you know? You feel light. And the spirit, you know, wow, feel high. My spirit was sore. You 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 won't feel you know tight or or like you know being bound to some kind of chains anymore. You know that keep you down. See those are that, those are the chains of uh, desire that you had that you have before. The different desire that you know come from whatever you know 
the wealth, the fame, the po the, the, the popularity, the powerful and all that stuff. The chain of desire. You won't feel those anymore. Because you're no longer attached to those to the material world. Right? Because you know you're more than just a just a physical form. This realization is the first step, right? It's the only the first step, however. Okay. You're not out of the wood, you're still in the wood, but it is the first step in the right direction. This, the, with the realization of non-self. Okay. Now you know which way you need to go. You're no longer wandering aimlessly like a lost person anymore. Now you know the direction, which way you're going to go. Okay? At least now you know. But don't forget, it doesn't mean that now that, it doesn't mean that, okay, now that I get it. It doesn't mean that that ego is gone. That e that big eye is gone. Mm, think again, right? Just because you now realize what non-self is, doesn't mean the ego is gone. Yet, no. Oh. No. The ego eye, this big eye, has been your identity. Has been your thought all of your life right up to now and it's sort of like become like you right okay so another word like the ego is is stuck on you like a you know with like a super glue you know with super glue right the ego can rise very fast in any moment and blindside you and take you back under the control just like that the ego is very tricky and it works very fast right? to take that ego off of you is some need some effort okay because it's stuck on you like super glue and imagine that you know work you you work with super glue before you know what i'm talking about it's not that simple but at least now you realize you need to get it off you need to get that ego off of you okay so the process of detachment needs effort right your mind has been running around like a wild animal, you know, up, up until this point, all this time. Right? So, so to tame that mind requires a lot of effort and patience. Okay. Meditation is one way. It's not the only way. Okay. But it's one way of taming the mind. It's, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a practice. Of uh, mind taming. 
You learn to observe your mind, how your mind jump, you know, so quick, reacting to what the mind see or hears or you know taste or touch or through the, through the five senses, right? And you learn, and you observe that mind, and you pull it back, okay, from the reaction that the mind that the mind um, does. So through meditation, you learn to observe the rise and fall of the different thoughts that keep coming up continuously, from one thought after another, one you know continuously. Also, through your daily activities, follow your mind, okay? Follow how your mind makes judgment, how your mind um, react to things, right? Throughout your day, how, you know, when, when your mind perceives things, whatever it is, how does the mind react to it, no matter how big or small the event is, follow how does the mind come to that judgment, come to that conclusion, okay? You can see that your mind likes this person, or your mind doesn't like that person, or your mind prefer certain situation or dislike other situation, you know, there's so many things, right? No matter how small or how big or event is, observe it. See how 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 does that mind come up with that feeling, with that emotion or what or what not? How does it come up? Now you start to trace, you, you start to understand your mind, right? This is the way. You start to investigate your own mind. How does, how did that my mind come up to that kind of conclusion, whatever, the anger that I just have, let's say the reaction or the, the hatred or what, you follow that and then you Trace it back. How did it come up like that? What's the root behind it? Right? Because the feeling come up quickly. Anger, whatever. Or even, you know, like, love, you know, smile, or whatever. Okay, how did that feeling, how did that emotion arise? Trace it back. Trace it back right away. Okay. What what was that? You will you will go back and you think back keep going back to the root to the very source of that emotion or that feeling. Right? With you 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 will see how it originates from deep within. But it have to come up so fast, and everything is based on desire. Desire to to for for something or desire not 
to 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 receive something. It's all based on those desire. See, this is a way of how the Buddha teach in the Four Noble Truth. He said, "And is that the 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 emotion that we have, the the suffering that we have? That's one. And then you go back to the root, trace it back, right? You trace it back to the to the root, and you will find that at the bottom of the root of that feeling, of the desire that you have." Right now, come from somewhere, and you can snap it at the root. That's why there's a four. The four noble truths is based on this. Okay, so the way that to er- to eradicate the issue, the suffering, the mental problem that we have, is the way of the four noble truths. The suffering that we have is the first number two, right? But the Buddha said, "Trace it, trace that feeling. How how did it arise? Trace it back, okay? So you go back and back, okay? This this is the reason why this this and go back, go back all the way, and you find the source. It's all based on the ego eye. It's all based on the desire that is generated by that ego eye." And now we know. Oh, this ego I. Is the one who generate all this desire. Is the one that is creating that big I, the self. You see. This is the way. To liberation. Once you understand this, you will start to understand your own mind. Okay. You will and un- you will start to understand how your mind operates. This is very important. This is how the mind works. At this point, if you understand what I'm talking about, you are on your way to understand your own mind. Okay. This is a beginning of a new life for you, if you understand this part, this point. A new door. Is open for you. This is when the Buddha will give you a smile and a big thumb up, say, "Very good. Now you got it. Now you under. Now you know. Now you start to understand the mechanism of your mind. See, you will get a big smile from the Buddha. Once you." Start to understand how the mind operates, your own mind, not anyone else. Your own mind. See, a quote says something like this: "A man who conquers his own mind 
is more powerful than a general who has won a thousand battles. Something along those lines. You know? Which means when you understand your own mind, the way you interact with people around, and once you understand your own mind, right? Because that's why it's so important. So when you understand your own mind, how it operates, the way you interact with people around you will start to change. Why is that? I will explain in a little. You will know that because of because now you understand how your mind works, you will start to understand what you should or should not do. Right? What you should respond to or you should not respond to. Okay? You're starting to you're not gonna do it. You're not gonna be able to do it 100% all the time. But you're starting to one little at a time, a little bit at a time. You start to change the way you interact with people around you. Okay. Instead of reacting to situation that arise and you you react and all this commotion going on. Instead of doing that, like you have been doing all your life, you're not doing that anymore. You just assess the situation, take yourself out of the situation and just assess and look at it as it is and you can decide to respond or not respond by not producing harm to anyone including yourself. See, now the way that you interact with people because you understand how the mind operates, the way that you interact with people will change. You will know. Once you understand how the mind operates, okay, you will, you will little at a time, little bit at a time, because just like I said, the ego mind has been with you all this life. It's not going to be that easy, that simple. But when you catch yourself, you know, losing control in the react different reaction, you pull it back. And you try it, and you keep trying it, you keep doing it uh, over and over again, because you're going to keep it. This is the effort that you're going to keep doing it. Okay? And without, call, without being angry at it, just be patient. Give yourself time. Be patient with yourself. Because you know that this ego thing is it's difficult to, 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 uh, to tackle. But you're going to keep at it. It's like a big ship that you need to turn around. It's going to turn around slowly. But you have to start somewhere to turn it around. Eventually, it will turn around. And the the more you you put your efforts into it, the more momentum you will gain out of that efforts. Right? So you will know the change that you know, the change that is happening inside of you. 
because you will not react you know, thoughtlessly with a wild emotion to situation like before. You will become a calmer person, right? Have less stress, less anxiety, less emotion, less emotional to things. You know, you just respond to um, when you need to, right? But you, you, you're no longer attached to those situations. And people around you, eventually, right, people around you will notice the change in you. That's for sure. When you change, the world will change with you. You cannot change the world. You hear this before. But when you change, the world will change with you. Okay? And... The people around you will appreciate you more, even more. Say, hey, we notice something in you. I don't know what it is, but something nice, you know. They will notice that. My friend, your mind is a very powerful tool. We all know that, right? It's probably the most powerful tool in this universe. You know, the mind, the mind you need to understand that the mind is a two-edged sword. It can help you or it can destroy you. And for, unfortunately, for most people who do not understand the mind, which means do not know how to operate the mind, the mind cause all kinds of problems. The mind is very vast and it's very deep. The more you, are, you study your own mind, the more you will discover how deep the mind is. Ultimately, you will come to a realization that your true inner mind is one with the universe. Your mind can be shallow if you want to only look at the shallow part of it. Or it can be really deep, like a bottomless ocean. As you start to understand your own mind, you will start to have a very good idea also of other people's mind. Because human minds function the same way. You know, if you know a person's history or their experience, you can almost sort of predict what he will do next. You know, based on your own experience, based on your own mind, you can pretty much almost predict what he or she is going to do next. That's how powerful it is. You know, this is how the Buddha, you know, that's why the Buddha was such an amazing person. When the Buddha gave talks or, you know, doing talk or give answer to, uh, to question to any people who have questions or any challenges. The Buddha is always at you know, peace, always calm. And he all, most, a lot of time he inquires about the person who asked the question, the or the challenger especially, about the background, you know, 
of the challenges, you know, where they come from, what they do for a living and all that stuff before he answered um, the question. You know, if you if you read any sutra, you will you run into those kind of uh, question that challenge, being challenged to the Buddha, and with some history, uh, some background of the person, the Buddha draw experience based on the background of the challenger, of the questioner. Use those as answer. See, so that way. It's easy for the people to to relate to because it's almost like their own experience. It's their own eye, you know. It's based on their own experience. So when when the Buddha explain or or answer a question, he use it. He he use it in an environment that is familiar to the questioner or to the challengers. And that's how he wakes up a lot of people. And that's why that's why you know the Buddha is so awesome. The way he uh, he teach. So yeah, just um like um. We we've been talking about right, the purpose. Our purpose. Of us that we that you study right that we study Buddha's teaching is what what is the purpose our purpose is to have a peace of mind right we're looking for tranquility we're looking for happiness which is the ultimate which is peace right we we want to we we we, tr- we, we try to understand why life is so difficult right we we just want to have peace. So, this is the answer for you. Once you understand this non-self thing, then you will have peace of mind. And from there on, journey goes deeper. Okay, it can go deeper and deeper. And of course, nirvana is somewhere within you that one day probably you will realize oh it's right here because where is nirvana what is nirvana a lot of people been, have been asking that question well the buddha attained or reached enlightenment which is nirvana when he was 35 years old. So Nirvana, you get to that realization or whatnot, that peace of mind and whatnot, right here and now. Once you understand the mind, once you can conquer the mind, You don't need anything else. That's your nirvana. Yep, that's your nirvana. There's nothing else that you need. I mean, that's it for this, for the physical life that we are living in. What else that we want?
peace of mind. There's nothing happier than peace of mind. Okay, that's all I have for today. I hopefully you got something out of this. And again, if you uh, like to leave me a message or comment, please do so. You have a wonderful day.